Tonight, we are wrapping up our Friendsgiving series, and I'm glad that Debbie's my friend. Anybody else glad that Debbie's your friend? David is. Anyways, I... um, Well, uh, so this is the final night of our Friendsgiving series, and has anybody enjoyed this series so far? Yeah. All right. Hopefully you've learned about friends. Hopefully you've uh, talked about friends. Hopefully you've just, maybe you've uh, put some things into practice in your life this week uh, or this past month um, to, to learn some new things about your friends. But uh, so we, in this series, we talked about what it takes to be a great friend and how you need great friendships in your life and great friends that will point you towards Jesus. And so so a couple of weeks ago, uh, how many of you guys were here when Rex sh- shared? Yeah. 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 So I don't know. So I, w- I wasn't here that night, but I got to listen back to that message. And I loved the flaming arrow into the gas can story. That was, that was amazing. Um, uh, and then if you weren't here that night, it was a flaming arrow into a full gas can that was on top of a hay bale with one little bucket of water, yes. And so uh, uh, so I, I loved that story. It reminded me of the dumb stuff that me and my friends used to do when we were in high school. I'll never forget myself and my friends. Um, I, I grew up in a really small town, kind of really like country town. And my, me and my friends, we were out riding four-wheelers one day, like out in dirt roads and all kinds of places. And we, we um, out just running around, riding around four-wheelers, and we come across this old barn. It was a huge old wooden barn. It was a huge old barn. And, and um, so we, we were like, I don't know, we got nothing else to do. We're just riding around. So we're like, let's go inside this barn. So we go inside this random barn that we had never seen before. And what wouldn't you know it that right in the middle of this huge barn was a rope hanging from the middle. So what do we do? We start to swing around the barn on the rope, right? Because that's fun to do. So we start to swing around. And, and so one of my friends, his name is Todd. By the way, if you have a friend named Todd, he's probably the wildest guy in the whole group or the dumbest. Um, but they're, they're probably one of the craziest people in the group. But so Todd, we're swinging around the barn on this, this rope. So Todd decides, I'm going to level up. I'm going to like, we're going to go bigger. We're going we're gonna to swing further. And so he climbs up on this upper level of the barn. And he's got this rope up there. And like he jumps off of the other le- upper level, swings. Oh, it was amazing. It was so cool. I, I wish I would have thought at first. But I'm glad I didn't. He starts to swing across the barn. And, and you know, what are, your, what are your friends doing when you're usually about to do something stupid? So we, we have the recording it, or you're just like really watching, or you're over in the side going, da, 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 da. You're like, you're cheering him on. Like, let's go, man. You got this. You can do this. So we're cheering Todd on, and, and Todd's feeling, you know how it is when your friends are cheering on. You're feeling those cheers, and like you, you're feeling that. And so Todd was up there, and, and he was feeling the cheers. He jumps off of the ledge. He's, he's probably about 15, 20 feet in the air, jumps off the ledge, swings down on the rope, comes back the other side and he's like at the peak of where the rope where he's going and the rope snaps (laughs) 
Oh, so our chance of dot, dot, turn into full-on laughter um, because I don't know, like for me, I don't know if I'm kind of strange or not, but there's two things that I really love. I love rope swings and I love people falling down. Um, and and <laughs> I, can, I can picture it in my mind to this day because it was amazing. He swings out, the rope snaps, Todd flies, and he lands flat on his back. It was one of those noises that you'll never forget because it was like a... So we're initially we're dying laughing at Todd, um, and and so and then so we all of a sudden we run over to Todd because we heard that ooh noise, and we're like oh no I hope he's okay like what and then even while he's laying there faces turning purple we're having a conversation about who's going to give him mouth to mouth. No, you do it. No, you do it. Like, no, I'm not. I, so, and like, I don't know how to do it. And so we're all freaking out. All of a sudden, Todd starts breathing again. Praise the Lord. And he doesn't die. But, um, and everything turned out okay. But I would say that Todd had some pretty reliable friends. Like, seriously, we were on the verge of giving him mouth to mouth and resuscitating him. I mean, it was, it was going to, it was going to, we were going to save his life. He was going to thank us forever. Well, Proverbs 18:24 it says this one who has unreliable friends soon comes to ruin but there is a friend and it's talking about the lord who sticks closer than a brother see given the fact that we we a lot of times in this room and, and how many of you guys you actually have a brother or sister in this room you have family in this room yeah there's there's a few of us yeah so Here's the deal. Here's, here's one thing that we say as family. Maybe we're sticking up for each other or, or we're all about family. We say that blood is thicker than water, right? And, and, and so we, we look at this and it says, but there's one who sticks closer than a brother. And, and that saying right there, it's kind of, kind of jarring because there's always, um, we, we have that saying is that blood is thicker than water. But this proverb is saying there's, there, there are ways that a friend can be more faithful than a brother. Growing up, my, my brother, I'm the youngest of six, and so I got all the beatings. Um, but my, my brother next to me, he was two years older than I was, and we fought all the time. We fought like crazy. And, and there were moments when it came to throwing fists, and he won most of the time because he was bigger. But I got my shots in. He remembers them. But there was, there was even a time, and, and I hate to even say this, I hate to talk about this, but there was even a time um, when we were kind of college age, some things happened between us, and I, I actually literally hated my brother. And I didn't talk to him for two years. And, and I'm not proud of that, and, and it's not anything I'm bragging about, um, but I can say today that my brother is one of my best friends. And we, we, you know, we forgave each other, we talked about it, we even hugged without fighting. Uh, how many of you guys actually, though, side note, when you and your sibling would get into your, a fight, your parents would make you hug afterwards? Yeah, you guys do that? Oh, uh, I hated that. That was the absolute worst. Um, but today, my brother is one of my best friends, and, I, and, I, and I, I don't like talking to my brother on the phone. He called me the other day, and I don't like talking to him on the phone. It's kind of a long story, but my brother had cancer. 
um, and it it um, it messed up his hearing, and so like it's it's a strain to talk to him. I feel like I'm yelling the whole time, and I'm not a loud person. But anyways, I love him still. But um, but today he's one of my best friends. We would do anything for each other. We look out for each other. We call each other. We talk to each other. We keep up with each other, with each other's families. Um, and I want, to, I want to read you this. And that, that verse that we just read, the beginning of it, uh, in the ESV version, it says this, or it says that, that first part of it, it says it like this. A man of many companions may come to ruin. See, in, in translation, even the emphasis is on the plurality of friends. See, a person with many friends may still run into problems. See, a large number, number of friends doesn't, um, doesn't equal help in the time of need. I don't know if you guys have seen this or noticed this or, or heard um, uh, interviews of this, but even celebrities who everyone loves them, everyone wants to be around them, they, they even face this dilemma. They can have thousands of fans. Yet fame is so fickle, and the fans quickly disappear during difficult times. And, and in our era of social media, and like we're always like, hey, follow me, be my friend, connect with me, what's your Snapchat, whatever we say. Um, and in all this, this world of having all of these friends, a lot of these are superficial connections that we call friends. But there are very, very few true friends. Even the most connected people with the most followers, the most friends, can be some of the most lonely people. So in contrast, the second line of this proverb, it says this, there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. See, the concept of friendship is a strong one in Proverbs. Um, actually, if you look in Proverbs, and I looked this up, um, the, the word friend is used nine other times just in this one book. Uh, I'll, I'll show you. In, in Proverbs 7, 4, wisdom is called a friend. It says, a friend loves at all times. It says, a poor man is deserted by his friends. Everyone is a friend to a man who gives gifts. A person with gracious speech has the king as his friend. Faithful are the wounds of a friend. Rex talked about that in the first week. Uh, the next one is the, the sweetness of a friend comes from his earnest counsel. Next one, it says, do not forsake your friend and your father's friend. See, from all of these verses, we, it actually looks at two different kinds of friends throughout all of these verses here. There's the friend who exists because you've got something to offer such as maybe material things or popularity or, um, or, or maybe just popularity by association. You, you just have something to offer, and so people want to be around you. And then there's a friend who exists due to genuine love and friendship. See, Proverbs 18.4, it offers a contrast between these two types of friends, and, and you can... You can pull together a lot of friends. You can pull together a lot of people, as many friends as that first group, that first type as you want. But the Bible says that you'll still come to ruin. However, even one friend of that second group is a great advantage. See, a, a genuine or authentic friend is someone who sticks closer than a brother. 
In other words, he or she can be counted on at all times, through all things, no matter what. He or she will be there for you, even, even more so than maybe even family, a family member. Uh, like, like a brotherhood is one of the strongest relationships that we know. A friend who sticks closer than a brother is a trustworthy friend indeed. See, a biblical example of this type of a, a closer than a brother friendship is what existed, if you're familiar with the story of David and Jonathan in 1 Samuel. And they became fast friends. And, and they, after um, the battle where David defeats Goliath, they become friends following that. And, and there's a lot to this story, and I'm not going to be able to even cover it all. But, but think about, I want you to consider this friendship. So Jonathan is the son of King Saul. David shows up, defeats Goliath. Well, actually, many years before that, a lot of times before that, David, by a prophet, is anointed the next king. Well, how it works back in this day was the oldest son of the king would, would eventually inherit the throne. So the throne was going to be Jonathan's. It was set up to be Jonathan's. And David shows up, and Jonathan recognizes David's calling. He recognizes who David is and what God has called him to do. And instead of jealousy, because David was receiving something great, Jonathan celebrated David instead of being jealous. That's a good friend. He celebrated. Even though he was going to get something that was so great, that would have actually meant to be his. He celebrated David. Jonathan and David strengthened and encouraged each other. There were, if you read the story just many, many times over and over, and, and, and I want you to know the, the, that the basis of their friendship, or the basis of their relationship was the Lord. And that's really what pulled them together. That's really what strengthened them together is the best friends love the Lord together. See, a good friendship thrives on open communication, not secrets and lies. You got to know that Jonathan probably knew some behind-the-scenes things because of who his dad was. You got to probably know that he, he knew some things going on because of who, who his father was, but he still was faithful to his friend David. They were loyal to each other. They didn't let anything get in the way of that. If you want to look at a godly, strong relationship, this is it. This is one you can look at. And there were, there were so many other things that took place in their friendship together um, that strengthened their friendship. Th their friendship um, was even, if, you, if you're familiar with the story, David was the youngest of many brothers. And Jonathan and David's friendship was stronger than David's relationship with any of his brothers. See, Jesus was known as the friend of sinners. If you look in Luke 7.34, he's talked about as the friend of sinners. And he promises this as a good friend would. He says, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. That's in Hebrews 13.5. And see, Jesus is truly the friend who sticks closer than a brother. Blessed are those who have him as their friend. 
See, in this series talking about friends giving, it's so great to have friends in our lives. It's so important to have some good people speaking into our lives and a part of our lives. That's so important. But the best and closest friend that you'll ever have is Jesus. He'll always be there, like what we just read about it. He'll never leave us. He'll never forsake us. He's the friend that sticks closer than a brother. And, and he's the best friend that you could ever have if you'll let him be, if you'll welcome him in, if you open the door of your life to that friendship. He's a friend of sinners. And here's the truth in this room, and I don't know if you guys know this and realize this, maybe you've heard this before, but we're all sinners. No matter how good we think we are, the Bible says that we're all sinners, but we're saved by God's grace. And the thing is, even though we're sinners, he chooses to be our friend anyways. He looks past that, and he sees that who we are. You may have friends who walk out on you, but Jesus says he'll never leave you. There's a friend who sticks closer than a brother, and we're so blessed to have him as our friend. So tonight, here in a few moments, we're going to go into our fam time, and we're just going to have some discussion tonight. Uh, We got food tonight, uh, actually snacks, um, but we got some things to to give to you guys. But before we get all there, um, I've got to ask, maybe you're in this room, and, and you're needing a good friend. You're in this room tonight in a room full of people, but maybe you feel so alone and you're needing a good friend. Maybe you need someone that's always there for you. Maybe you need someone in your life who's loyal. Maybe you need someone who loves you no matter what. And I got to tell you tonight, that friend is Jesus. He'll always be there. He'll always be loyal. He'll always walk with you. He'll always help you no matter what. 